Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam. Buddy, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. We've got a special edition today after Cam and the Jam and Steve did the uh, post-match analysis. We wanted to have another chat with Cam to see his um, real views on how he thinks things could move forward and how we can actually improve this absolutely dire situation with so welcome back to the show cam it's good to have you back thanks for inviting me back again that's that's good it's good so cam tell us i mean let's start from the first let's start from first principles here is there an issue obviously nobody wanted nuno as a manager but now we've got him as a manager how is he performing what is he doing wrong do you think that means that the team is not performing just help our viewers understand what he's actually doing wrong i think that uh, um the most important thing to say really is that, you know, you lose some games, you win some games. Everybody expects that. But it's the manner in which you're losing. It's the manner in which that he's putting the team out in the way that they've been playing. And I'm not talking about from the last three games, the last four games. I'm talking about the last eight, nine games that we played. We played one in Europe. We played the Carabao Cup and we played six. So that's eight games. Correct? Am, am yeah. I right? Yeah. yeah. So roughly, eight yeah. games. So the first three we won on three goals, one penalty, two from Son. Uh, it didn't look like we were going to hold or do anything. He put Skip and he put uh, um, Hoibier in the middle. We couldn't see any joined-up play in those games. And, and and if you look at Son's goals, I mean, they were pretty brilliant, but then he's a brilliant player who, who made those goals happen. Um, I looked at the first three games. We saw the three goals and we were saying then, yep, good, you know, nice to have uh, uh, nine points, but where are the goals going to come from? Do we look solid at the back? Sanchez had a good game, had a good three games. Uh, um, obviously, bringing Skip in was made made a big difference because he's got that skill. I mean, he was the player of the of the season for Norwich, and they were first. Skip's left. Where's Norwich now? Bottom, <laughs> bottom, and uh, leaking goals like nobody's business. So, I mean, it's not it doesn't take a rocket scientist to work out, you know, Skip goals defense. Um, performance. You know, it, what, what does it take? What do you need? You need to write it down in baby letters? I don't understand. I mean, you know, he's not Trump. We have to draw him cartoons. I mean, it's very, very simple to me. I, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the manager and I don't pretend to be. So that's the first thing that I think that we picked up when we all said in the first three games, Hoibier and Skip made a big difference because they gave, they made Sanchez and Dyer look better. Yeah. Yeah, and and we had um, Romero come in from Atalanta, and he was settling in. You know, injuries late, late, late come in. Okay, give him a bit of time. But you've got Italy's top defender uh, last season in your team. Can only go up. Am I right to have that assumption? Yeah, well, you thought so. He's the best defender in Serie A last year. Yeah. Right. Okay. So there we are. We got a bit of a thing there. Okay. Um, then he didn't play in Dombele in those three games. Yeah. Suddenly he had, I don't know, an epiphany, uh, a late night dream or whatever, but suddenly Adamblay's back in favour, back right in favour with Delhi. And so you're going to squeeze them into the team because now he feels they are the players that he wants to play with. Yes, okay, came on the back of Bergwijn getting injured and Mora having a bit of a niggle. Uh, And when you look at the performances against Palace, you look at the performances against uh, um, Chelsea, and, I mean, we're going to come on to Arsenal. By the time you get to the performance against Arsenal, you've leaked six goals. You're minus three. You've leaked already two goals at Wolves, and you've leaked two goals um, at Rennes. Yeah? 
That's yep. In, yep, that's in total. You just leaked this is before the Arsenal game. You just leaked ten goals, right? Um, and you've got to wonder what what, what is your game plan? You came in, we came in, and you were saying Ray in the early days, and everyone was saying, well, you know, the one thing that Nuno is doing is he's building from the back. He's going to have a really good defense, and he's going to slowly work his way forward. Well, that don't work anymore, does it? Because the defense is a pile of up sh- as a complete shambles. Yeah, in four, you know, in in eight, the five games we've leaked thirteen goals. But what happened from the first three games? We had three clean sheets. All right, we were lucky in a couple of those games, but we mm. did have three clean sheets. Mm-hmm. And um, but then why did he change it? I mean, Romero was there. I mean, why would you change a winning team? Well, exactly. Why would you? Why not? Just what? Why would? There was very clear that he needed to change in two ways. One was Kane was coming back. And secondly, the mid, there was no creativity in midfield. He, didn't, he doesn't know how to play Delhi. Frankly, Delhi doesn't know how to play himself anymore. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't even think he's... We need, you know, one of the things we need to talk about is this, how, how long does it take? I mean, pigeons learn faster than... Uh, uh, no, no. I mean, how long does it take before it sinks into his head that this guy's not got it right now? I don't know what it's going to take, whether he goes to a sports psychologist or whatever, but his game is not good enough for the um, Premier League. Let's come back to Nuno. So he did the double over Arsenal last year. Wolves actually won at the Emirates and they won at home. So he knows how to play. He's technically, we can't say technically he doesn't know what he's talking about because he's proved it. He can do it. He said yesterday that he had a game plan, but the players weren't able to follow it, were not capable of following it, or didn't follow it. Mm-hmm. So tell us, tell our viewers, what does he mean by that? What is he saying there? What he's saying there, I, I, personally, I don't know what he's saying there. I think he's saying... He's trying to cover up what he was clearly uh, um, over uh, out for and out, out, outplayed by Arsenal in the first half. Um, his game plan, it seemed to me, was there were five players that were supposed to be attacking players. Hoybier in front of the um, uh, back four was going to be good enough. And um, what I saw was that Ndombele didn't know where to play. I mean, frequently in the first half, there were five Arsenal players uh, between our goal and Ndombele, and he was standing there in no man's land watching them all. I mean, (laughs) what can you say about five players attacking whilst he didn't know where to go, what to do? And the same was going on with Delhi. So whatever his game plan was, whether it was to attack and uh, press high up, it definitely didn't go through. Um, In the midfield, they had Partey, uh, Zaka, and I don't know, they may have somebody else. Yeah, Zaka, yes. Yeah. So were we getting outnumbered in midfield? Because we had uh, Ndombele and we had... There was nobody in midfield Supposedly, where was Deli Ali? Deli was completely lost. I don't got a clue what he was doing. He didn't know whether to attack. He didn't know whether to, to, to yeah. defend. He, he might as well have just sat down in the corner on the, by the by the corner flag, cross-legged, and yeah. uh, uh, faced the other way. Because that's how, how significant he was in the game. The spaces that Arsenal had was... Um, I mean, you could see the glee on their faces. I'm not talking about the glee on the fans' faces, the glee on the players' faces. The thing, God Almighty, they've just given us an open field here. We can have pot shots, we can do whatever we want, we can pass it around, we can start playing like however the hell we want because there's nobody marking us, there's nobody to, uh, uh, blocking us out of these spaces. It was unbelievable. And I think Jamie Carragher said today in his analysis that uh, um, there's less space on the moon than there was in the midfield of Tottenham yesterday. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. So, I mean, Nuno, I mean, what, one thing I want to say is whether you, 
want Nuno out or in or whatever. We all know he's not really... Is he really the problem? Is he the root cause of why we're playing like this? I think there's two things here, isn't there? One is that, look, I'm just, I'm gonna, I said this in my comments and I'm going to say this again. Right, you, have, you, you come into a game against Arsenal. Firstly, there's the passion. Even the worst Spurs team would lift themselves more than this team did. That's the yeah. first thing. There was nothing there. It was just, it was like um, uh, uh, they were saying on the US TV here was Tottenham were playing like they were in a testimonial. Arsenal were playing like they were playing in a London derby. Big difference of attitude, big difference in character. This team has got lacks character. There's no doubt about that. And that does come from the manager. And you may say Mourinho, Mourinho took that character, squeezed out what a little, uh, whatever little bit they had, and then Uno came in and started squeezing more to kind of get all of the rest of the character in the team out, and he's been doing a pretty good job in that. I want to ask you a question, right? And that is, best uh, defender in uh, Serie A on the bench, the guy who almost single-handedly got made sure Norwich won the championship on the bench. Technically, probably the most gifted player we've had in a long time, Brian Gill, on the bench. Okay, um, and uh, what, what, do you have Barcelona's right back who uh, um, we bought in for twenty five million, who looked pretty good on the ball on the bench? Yeah, who do you yep. put in midfield? Delhi, who's got completely outrun over at on Chelsea, looks horrible in the in the last four four, four games in midfield, and Ndombele doesn't know whether to defend, whether to pass. Very good pirouetting around with the ball. His passing, his, his even holding of the ball uh, in the last few games has been appalling. You put those two in there when you have those people on the bench. Now, I, I ask, put to you, if you were the manager, would you have put that team out? Well, I definitely would have played Romero in the back, definitely. Well, and I would have played I would, Skip. So. You would have played, there's two already. Why wouldn't would you have played? Play, I'm not sure about I'll probably play, San, I'll play, play Dyer and Romero. Um, I would have played Royal at right back. And I would have played skip, definitely. Brian Hill, maybe I would have bought him on as an impact. Okay, there you go. So you would have put three players on there. The problem for us is here as Spurs fans is that um, Nuno is just not doing the obvious and he has absolutely gone. Let me put something to you. What about the fact that Daniel Levy saying to Nuno, you've got to play in Dombele because we want to get rid of this guy. We need to showcase him. We need to be informed because otherwise we're not going to get any money for him. And also, maybe he wants to sell Delhi as well and say, you've got to give him game time. Do you think that's a possibility or not? I think that's um, definitely up till now, it probably could be a possibility. But let's face it, all he's done is devalued them even more. Yeah. yeah so exactly. if then Nombre was worth 10 million, he's now worth 2 million. Yeah. Uh, Delhi will have to give them money. I mean, this is an Aurier situation, isn't it? Where they're going to yeah, actually have to beg them to leave. Yeah. Yeah. The club is in a complete mess. I mean, what about Harry Kane? I mean, he, obviously, you know, we said on a thing sulking striker looking to be sold or for sale or something. I mean, what is the issue with this guy? Is he just looking to play so badly? I mean, he had a, a chance where Ben White was, where he could have easily scored that goal. He would have put that There's away. There's so many chances. What's going yeah. on here with Harry Kane? Tell us. I don't think he's interested. I don't. I think he's lost it. I yeah. think he's... There, there was another analysis that I read from Gary Neville said that the problem with these players is they, they're not buy, they do not buy in. They didn't buy into the Mourinho. They bought in a bit more into the Mourinho style of play. I think Harry Kane liked Mourinho, didn't he? That's why he stayed. Yeah, but he bought in a bit more, because, which was to defend and hit on the counter. Um, the, the Pochettino style was for us to press high and push up the game and, and have a higher momentum um, on the pitch. The Nuno style of the game, no one knows what it is. And if you look at the stats, Tottenham have, got, have done the le- least amount of running and movement of any team in the Premier League yeah, right now. So what are they doing? Um, so... 
how does I mean? I totally get it. Kane's not interested or whatever, but he's still a professional. But w- have you seen him get any service? Have you seen anything happen on the field that uh, that will allow him to to play where he how he needs to? Yeah, he's missing chances, and I think they, there is a big problem with Kane. But in this structure and the way that the team is put together right now, he can he can coast and get away with it. Well, when Nuno got the job, he said we were going to make Spurs fans excited again. We we're going to play with the DNA, free flowing attacking yeah. football. Was that just a facade then? I mean, the real Nuno has actually come out now, hasn't he? I think that what, what he really meant was he's going to play the headless chicken football where no one knows where, what their position is, where they need to go. No one's got a plan. They don't know how to attack. Now, we knew how to defend in the first three games, then we didn't know how to attack. So now we don't know how to defend or attack. I mean, what are we actually when, doing? When, when, he played, when he was at Wolves last season, did you ever see them play this badly as, they played, as Tottenham played in the first half? Never seen them play this badly, not just in the, against Tottenham. We've got to think about the game that we played in, Portu- in Portugal, I think, well, in, against Rennes, yeah, and in Portugal, sense. and in Portugal. So it has yeah, been nine games. Yeah. We've, we've, we've got to think about how we played in the second half against Wolves in the um, Carabao Cup. Um, and we've got to think about how, how we played against Palace. All right, albeit we went down to 10 men. It was a shambles. And against Chelsea, it could have been, what, seven, eight? Yeah, yesterday, yeah, point, yesterday yeah. it could have been seven or eight because the players didn't know how to play. There was so... I've never seen... It? So what is the issue, Cam? Is it the fact that he doesn't know what he's doing so that obviously the players don't know what they're doing? Uh, I've got, it's got, got a be. plan which is so intricate that players can't follow it. What is happening? Well, there's two... I mean, from what we see as fans looking in from the um, outside, um, we see a shambles at the back now. Uh, we see spaces. I mean, let's talk about this basic stuff. We see so much spaces in the midfield between yeah. defence and uh, and and the midfield where teams are just running riot. I mean, this is the Premier League. You've got some fast players. You've got everything else. You've got a disjointed players at, at, at the front, which have got no connection to the midfield or to the or to the or to the back. And um, I, I think it was epitomised with Arsenal's third goal, where you saw Harry Kane running in and actually try, try, uh, getting into the box and basically doing a f- bad f- tackle on Sackham, yeah. passing the ball along. I mean, what is... Like, is that an assist for Harry Kane? Probably, yeah. Well, that's the only one he's had in a long time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean how is, is this... All, look, take us forward now. How is this... What needs to be done for this to all move forward and for us to actually potentially move up the table? What do we need to do now? Well, the question that we asked yesterday of uh, Stephen Jam, I mean, how many more games does he get? I mean, do you remember the days of Wanda Ramos? Yep. How many games did he get? He got eight games. I think he got, he got, he got eight games, didn't he? Eight he games, yeah. And we were in the bottom yeah. three. Right now, we're in the bottom half of the table. If we hadn't got those lucky nine points in the first three, and I think yeah, lucky yeah. nine points, we would have been in the would be in the bottom right now. Do you, where do you see? We're going away to Villa. Uh, we've got West I think Ham. it's at home at Villa. I think we're home to Villa. Well, but I don't think it's winning that. I think Villa are going to turn us over. Right. Villa playing really well. They were unlucky. Even though they lost 3-0 to Chelsea, Villa played really well. They had a few chances. Could it score? I think it's going to be really difficult. They beat us last season as well. I think we're they going to beat uh, Manchester United away. They beat Man United. Who, uh, where's the goals coming from? Who's going to be defending? What? You've got. Imagine now you're Romero. I uh, just won the Copa America. Voted the best defender in uh, um, in Syria. You come to Tottenham and you're sitting on the bench looking at that. I mean, you, you'll be, you want to turn around and find the exit door. I'm on loan. Please, somebody take me back. <laughs> is he actually on loan with an obligation to buy? What is the situation there? Has he been bought or is he actually on no, loan? No, he's going to be bought. Alleged, I mean, you're supposed to be play him, see how good he is, and then buy him. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I mean, Los Celso is just completely... I, I mean, I know he's probably... I don't know what Los Celso is doing. Is, is doing. I mean, anybody... 
Okay, is this whole season a write-off now, regardless of what happens? Even if Nuno gets sacked, nobody wants to come, so Ryan Mason's going to take... Is this just a write-off this whole season? I think this season is not is a write-off, but I think also this season you, you is going to be a massive financial loss for the club. You're not going to get the money back for Ndombele. 60 million. I mean, the problem we've got with Ndombele is not the 60 million that we are late for him, but isn't he the highest paid player as well at 250,000 a week? 250,000 a week. Just think about that for a second. For what? For what? What, what do we do with Harry Kane then? I think if we get 60 million for Harry Kane, we'll be lucky right now. Really? I, that I low? Think, yeah, like 50% devalued? I think that every game that goes by, every time, we're now into um, nine games, we've said he scored once, I think, in the, within the, against Wolves. Carabao Cup. Carabao. Yeah. Right, and um, six games in the Premier League. Has he been any season six games in the Premier League? I know he didn't start the first few, yeah, but six yeah. games in where he hasn't scored once. Is this his way of getting back at Daniel Levy, saying you, you weren't going to sell me, so sod it, I'm not going to go and put goals in for you. You're going to get go down the table. You're not even going to get any European football. Is this his way of getting back at Daniel Levy? I, I think that, it. you know, you said it before. Everybody said it before. You have a player that can't that is um, uninterested and has made his position clear. Get what you can and get him out. And if there was ever a case for that, that's got to be shown right now. He's voting with his feet, isn't he? Literally. Yeah, he is. But everybody says Daniel Levy is such a brilliant businessman, brilliant thing. Yeah, he's keeping somebody against their will. And such a brilliant businessman. He bought Andombele, couldn't sell him. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't get rid of Aurier. Had to beg him to cancel his contract. Yeah, yeah um, was stuck with Delhi. We're stuck with a lot of player, mediocre players that we have no money in which to spend. We, the players that we buy, we don't play. Now, what team do you know will take buy four players? And in that, I include Skip, brings back a, a player on loan of that quality, um, and has four players and plays none of them regularly. I mean, who, who does that? Why buy them then? What, I don't what, know. That's an, that's an interesting thought. I don't know why he's got... I don't. For one, the main one for me is Romero. He's a... Great defender, or oh, he's supposed to be. Right so, so, so for me, so is Emerson. You put him in the team. Emerson, uh, and let me counter that. If he's so good, they wouldn't have, Barcelona wouldn't have got rid of him. Well, Barcelona are desperate for money, and they're even yeah, a worse no, situation they, they've than other we players. They, can, they sell Griezmann as well. They've got other people. You're not telling me Griezmann's no good. They, they haven't anyway. been able to sell him. Yeah. Is Griezmann still at Barcelona? I think he's gone back to Atleti, hasn't he? Oh, I think, yeah, he may have done, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Emerson Royal, you know, let's give him a chance. He's only just joined the club. He's got to play. But I mean, Tanganga, yeah. he took Tanganga off at halftime. But so why did he take Tanganga on off? What did he do wrong? I think that Tang. I mean, it's an incredible situation, isn't it? Because I mean, I don't. Uh, the, the stats show that Tanganga had an awful game and Tanganga was playing badly. But who was playing well? That's the exactly. first question. Um, and secondly, you, me, and every single person could see the team was completely disjointed, whether it was disjointed at right back or whether it was disjointed because there were so many spaces in midfield. And it, that, to me, shows the problem with Nuno. Because like I said to you, I, I'm, happy to, I'm not happy to lose 3-1. 
and I can take a loss of three one if we were to, if there was a team out there that was trying and that yeah, the manager yeah. knew what he was doing. Now you knew and I knew after ten minutes that they were overrunning us in midfield crazily, right? That was the time to change it. Yeah, Did he exactly. have the to do that? No. This is Changing the issue. Three nil. The game's over. Who cares? This is the issue I have with him. I mean, as you said, the fans, we're not experts, but we can see we were being overrun in midfield. There was nobody there. Surely Nuno can see that. Why didn't he make some changes there and then? Change the formation, get some new players on, or just rearrange the formation? He's like not Steve, capable of doing that thing, is he? No, but like Steve said, he was very good at stroking his beard, looking around all huff and puff and everything else, right? But it means nothing. Any manager that doesn't have the balls to do the, make the changes when they are needed for the team um, is not worth it, especially when you put out new he himself said, I made a mistake with my tactics. And if you made a mistake with your tactics, you don't change it at 3-0. You change it maybe at 1-0. You, yeah, you exactly. change it before that. You don't want to sit there and say, one of the things that upsets me, you said this is, um, let me let, let loose. One of the things that upsets me is when every, all these people go around and hold their hand up and say, yeah, that was my fault. That doesn't mean anything. It's that so great. Okay, it's your fault. Well done. Let's pat you on the back for accepting a responsibility. But how does that change anything? We still lost 3-0. You still screwed up the tactics. It was your fault to start off with. At 1-0, everyone could see that by the time they scored their first goal, they had already had about six chances, I think. They were yeah. shooting left, right, and center. Why did you not change it then? Why did but you not change it let then? Let me ask you a question. Do you think Nuno's lost interest as well after six games it's when he's his interview and stuff like that. You know, do you think he's actually lost interest as well? Maybe he thought there's nothing I can do with these players. Even he's given up after six games. If he's given up after six, I think what he is, 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 is he's come into this team. He's come into a bigger team. I don't think he can hack it at, at Tottenham on the pressure. I don't think he can take that. I would ask you, imagine if that game would have been at White Hart Lane. Mm. Imagine yeah. how the fans would have been on his back. I mean, the fact that he humiliated us Right. And the Arsenal is in itself an humiliation. I mean, let, we all have lost. We haven't won a game at the Emirates since 2010, apparently. Right? I mean, we, we lost, we lost last season, but at least Mourinho's team, they we had tried. a, we, we took we the tried. lead. We had some chances. We took, we tried, didn't we? we? Yep. We tried. This did, there was no trial. We didn't try. Yeah. The second half we tried, but they'd given up. They had they, already they, got they, their, they, they had their points. They, they got their three points. They, 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 they took their foot off the gas. They didn't need to go anymore. They just took it easy and, you yeah. know, Yes, yeah. I mean, in a way, they did us a favor. They could have, hum- for me personally, I wanted to see a 6 0 humiliation so that the pressure really comes onto Nuno because that's what it should have been. I mean, but the thing, this is what I keep saying to you, Cam. You want Nuno out, Nuno out, Nuno out, which is great. But who do you want to come in? Oh, I just come think in? Ryan Mason and uh, Ledley King. Ryan Mason? Come on. This Ledley guy didn't have a clue in the cup final. Maybe he didn't have a clue in the cup final, but at least uh, until we can sort out some of the fundamental issues in this team. Because right now, the way that Nuno is, the one thing, the difference between Mason and King and Nuno is at least they looked like they knew how to play football and had the, the team wasn't so disjointed. It might have been a bad team. The problem that I've got with Nuno right now is um, the defence don't talk to the midfield. The midfield don't talk to the strikers. It's like three different sets of players on the team who don't want to play together. There isn't a team that's put out. At least before, we hated Mourinho, we hated Mason, whoever you've hated. Right, This, to me, goes back to the days of what Christian Gross or remember that French guy that came in for a few... Yeah, yeah few, before Martin Yol, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're just complete, the team, it's not even a team. They don't even know how to play. It seems like these guys have just met on a, on a, at a bar 
and a pub and said, let's have a kickabout. You know, that's not the answer. Ryan Mason. Oh, it's not the answer by any means. But I mean, is he going to be any worse than this? Maybe. Well, if, that's your, if that's your criteria for changing it, then, you know. My criteria would be. Listen, Mourinho couldn't get anything out of the, a, a tune out of these guys. Nuno can't get a tune out of them. Mason didn't do much either. But Nuno, the thing, a, we've we've got agree. to admit the players. It's the players. I agree with the view about the players, but there's one thing that I, I want, that the, my biggest concern and, and, and beef with Nuno is the fact that the players play badly but they play badly within a structure that we can understand. Nobody can see it's so disjointed. It's so disjointed that you can't even get them passing the ball from midfield to the front. You can't even plug some of the spaces. It's different. Under Mourinho, he plugged the spaces, but the players performed badly. They didn't, um, yeah. do, you know, we lost so many he games in the last time. It was a low block and then hit them on the counter. We knew what was doing. We knew what we were doing. Couldn't, he said the players couldn't execute it, which I think is a fair point. The players were better we had at Chelsea and stuff like that. So that's fine. At least yeah. there was a system. You know, I don't understand what system we're playing. And, and, and that is what I'm saying. My biggest concern, the reason why I want this guy gone, because he's actually taken this team, who were not very good to start off with, I'll, I'll be honest with you, and he's turned them into a team that don't they can't even pass the ball. They can't get the ball. There's nobody. We didn't have a creative midfielder before. Now, I mean, we have an uncreative midfield that can't create anything, right? And we, have, we can't defend. I mean, what the only we have two Deli playing as a number ten, and have Skip and Hoiberg behind him. Deli Ali cannot play football anymore. I think well, that right, we okay, right right write him off. And Ndombele up front, yeah. And Ndombele can't play for. And Ndombele, to me, he's got to go back to the fifth division in France. We might get five hundred thousand for him. But I mean, there is. I mean, I've read a lot, a number of articles. Where they said that you know, Tottenham sixty million. Uh, um, loss, you know, we've got to accept. It's not, but it's not the 60 million. If you're in Dombele right now and you look at your own performances, 250,000 pounds a week for the next, what, three years, four years, three years he's got left to go. Man, I'll just sit back and take it because I can't play football. No one else is going to ever give you that money ever again in your whole life. But what's going to happen then? What, I mean, can you tell us six uh, what's going to happen? Pounds, six million pounds plus a year, a seven million no. a year. In his pocket to play like that. Now, if you look at the, let's just look at the team. You've got Romero, and we've still got Dyer and Sanchez, which for me they should both go, but we've still got them. And then we've got left back Region. For me, has been poor. What Very do you think poor. about Region? Regular, well, I mean, if Bas, if Real Madrid were ever going to exercise that option, it ain't going to be in our lifetimes, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm very, very poor. I mean, uh, and the poorness for me was really when he was one on one with the keeper and against Chelsea. I think it might have still been nil-nil. And he yeah. just, like, fumbled it and fell over and didn't know what to do. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's awful. His defensive work is bad. Um, Saka could have had the fourth goal. You saw um, Regulon trying to defend him. Awful. But that can be improved upon. I don't believe that that cannot be improved upon. The fact that he... The, the, thing, the other thing about Nuno, going back to Nuno here, is name me one player that is playing better under Nuno that's played under any other manager. Who's improved? Name me anybody that has improved. Eric Dyer. Oh, good one. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Eric Dyer. Right? But, you know, Son is the only one that looks like he knows how to play football and actually gives a damn. Can you, I mean, did, how many players did you think gave a, 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 a hoot? Only Lucas Moore and Son. I've been Harry didn't yeah. give a damn. Yeah. No, the only two. two. The only two. Lamella would have been going around kicking. We missed Lamella. At least he gave 100% all the time. 
Yeah, I thought Brian Gill gave 170. Brian Gill when came he came on was very I good. Yeah. Emerson did pretty well when he came on, and Skip. Yeah. I mean, Skip, yeah, was very Skip, good, yeah. Skip in his first three performances was undroppable until Nuno came along and somebody decided. What did Skip do? What did Skip do wrong to be dropped for this? Uh, I can't see it. Like, made, made us defensively stronger. What no, but why did he? No, my question is, why was he dropped? He was playing so well. Why has uh, he been dropped? Well, that's why that I, you and me are sitting there talking about Nuno, and everyone's going on about ah, but what will another manager do? Uh, maybe play Skip. Maybe just put a team out. That my five-year-old granddaughter would have picked better than that. I mean, this is the thing. It's not rocket science. I mean, if it was something that you were saying fundamentally, my biggest uh, concern about yesterday was there were players on that bench that could have plugged those gaps, that, okay, he, he tried it, he saw it for 20 minutes, they hadn't scored yet, but they, we were overrun like crazy. Do you remember there was he a said, match? Oh, my yeah. God, get Skip on right now, get Delhi right off, stick Skip on there, bang, different. Do you game. remember there was a match last season where Mourinho took Eric Dyer off after 20 minutes? Do you remember yeah. that? What, what, yeah. what, I don't remember I don't know game, what, but What game yeah. was that? I can't remember what I, I think. But we he were took already, him off because the system yeah. wasn't working, and he well, bought somebody else. The system wasn't working. Yes, yeah. and, but I mean, this this guy made a change at halftime, three 0 down at, at the Arsenal. It's I mean, too late then. It's too late. Too late. It was too late. But every single one of us could see those gaps. Every single one of us could see that Delhi was not performing. Every one of us has seen Delhi's not been performing since his first game against Manchester City. He hasn't been performing. Uh, yeah, this is performed against and Wolves. What has he done? To get a starting berth against Arsenal, I don't know. Against anybody. Yeah. Against anybody. I mean, if you're a manager in the championship and we offered you Delhi, would you take him right now? I wouldn't take Delhi for anything. Why would exactly. I pay that? Exactly. There you go. That's the, but you we, can get into the Spurs team, allegedly top six team. It would be they? interesting to see what the new next team out is against, not the, the team on Thursday, but the team against Villa. That's well, going to be an interesting selection, isn't it? it Do you is. think he's strong enough to say, right, you guys let me down? I'm not going to play you guys. I'm going to get my. Well, he's strong. He talks. He talks. He talks bold. He talks strong, but mm. he puts out. But then he hasn't got a clue because he doesn't. He's not sussed out how. I mean, one of the things we haven't spoken about, right, is the fact that this team can't score goals. For, we've had we scored because, four. Uh, goals. Harry Kane is not scoring. Then that's why they can't score. Son no. can't do it all the time. No, Son scored three. Yeah, one penalty. Can't do all the years. Um, but Lucas Moura, you said, hasn't scored till since March twenty twenty one. Yeah, but this guy, uh, I'd have no confidence that uh, Nuno can get goals out of this team. I believe that any other manager will know how to get goals out of this team. He does not know. He, we said, okay, he can't get goals out of the team, but he sure has sorted out our defence. Well, that went through that out of the window when we just conceded 13 goals. We can't score, we can't defend. So what can Nuno bring to us? And we've lost, as you quite rightly said, we've lost 26 goals with Vinicius and Bale. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what can he bring? I don't think he can bring anything. So the question is... Let's see what happens. I mean, unless a miracle happens and he turns it around, how many more games has he got in your eyes? You being, if you're Daniel Levy right now, what are your what's what's your view? I think I'll give him till the international break. If he doesn't turn it around by then, I fire him and I get somebody in to work. You know, at least he's got the international break. Yeah, I bet you Levy's out there looking for somebody right now. I bet he probably is. It wasn't Levy's choice. And now this is what we've heard that Daniel Fonseca. He gave an interview with the Telegraph saying it was all set, it was all done. And then Paratici was appointed and he wanted a more defensive-minded coach. And we know Fonseca was all attack. Mm-hmm. So maybe Fonseca would have been a better guy, even though we probably wouldn't have win, win matches, but it would have been nicer to watch, wouldn't it? 
there would have been. It, I, I mean, who knows? I mean, all I know, the, the, the question for me here is, and I keep on saying this till the cows come out, and that is the fact that the team has no structure. And that's why we've come up with the no plan, no, no, because they're the team. I've never seen a Spurs, t- and I've seen some bad Spurs teams, and so mm. have you, but I've never seen a team so disjointed. Yeah. I mean, I see three different groups on the on the on the on the pitch, none of which know how to play together. So you got a couple of bozos in midfield with Ndombele and and Delhi. You got the back four who don't know what these guys are doing there, and then you got the front three that's looking around and saying, "Who are these guys?" Because I mean, they're not passing to us. There's what, no what, formation, what formation were we playing on sa- sa- Sunday? Tell me. Oh, Is it four three two one? Is it a three five two? What was it? It looked to me like a four one uh, three two. Four one three two okay four <laughs> so, so, Hoybieg in front of the back four back four that's why there was all the spaces there was so much space I mean there's Ndombele standing there I, I can never burn it into my mind there's five Arsenal players running forward attacking and he's actually standing behind them watching yeah yeah they, they were moving and then he yeah. sort of like ambles a little bit you know you know like like, like, like somewhat somebody he's a luxury player he's a luxury player that's not going to defend you need to play him up the field where he can't do much harm but can only do damage for the yeah. other team well luxury player when you've got you know luxury player maybe in Manchester City luxury mm-hmm. player maybe when you've got you know I mean Ronaldo's a luxury player I mean if it was you know that uh, are we at that level no, no, so we can't. We can't. So we're playing the luxury player at the expense. You can't carry oh, anybody. Are we, yeah. uh, what about Delhi? Delhi's a Delhi's. Delhi's a, you've got so, okay. So you got the okay. So you're now the manager of Tottenham Hotspur. You've been appointed. Cam has been appointed the manager. What is your first team? What's the team you're going to put out? I'd, I'd play Emerson and Romero. I'd probably play Dyer with them and and Regulon, who we need to work on very very strongly. Even though you wouldn't. Okay, so you put, that's your back four, yeah. Well, unless I went for a back three with uh, Tanganga, Romero, and Dyer, and then push those two up further up so that they could yeah. play play further up, yeah. I wouldn't drop Hobie uh, and, and Skip because with the back three, you'll just definitely need those. I'd never yeah. play Delhi again. I'd never yeah. play Ndombele again. I would yeah. probably use uh, more uh, La Celso and, uh, uh, and or Bergwijn with the two up front. I mean, what do you do with Kane? Personally, I think at this stage, I'd drop him and bring him on as an impact player. How's that going to do but for us? me? I, I would, and I say this from having watched the World Cup. I mean, sorry, the Olympics. I watched the Olympics because Brian Gill was playing and he got Spain to the final. And he played from the beginning and he played pretty damn well all the way through. And I, I wouldn't use him as an impact player. I'd actually integrate him into the team for one reason and one reason alone. Uh, because with, he's technically very gifted. Son's technically very gifted as is uh, um, probably Mora. But there aren't many technically gifted players in the team, unless you're going to include Ndombele, but he can't defend and he can't pass. So, I mean, you know, um, for me, that, that, that rules him out. And I, I think the team lacks technically gifted players. And I, he would be in my starting eleven every time. So you play Sun up front with with Hill and Mora either, so, uh, either side, either yeah? Side, yes. yes. Okay, well, and your midfield would be Skip and Hoybjerg, and you have, it's basically a three-five-two, then, isn't it? Yes. Can't be any okay, worse. Well, than we can't do any worse than what he did against Arsenal. <laughs> Absolutely, it cannot be any worse. I mean, that team actually sounds pretty good to me, doesn't it? To you? Yeah. Well, on paper, a lot of the teams sound good, but when they perform or not, God knows. Yeah. You, are you happy with Hugo Lloris? I mean, I don't think Lloris could have done anything. I no, mean, not I with think... any of those goals, no. But he saved us against Chelsea. I think made some great yeah. saves. 
I mean, the thing is, is that he did. What if he hadn't? Um, I mean, the, the, the problem here is, and this is this is what what I think is the issue. Uh, he hasn't. Nuno has been very lucky. He hasn't had his Bayern Munich moment. He hasn't been mm-hmm. slaughtered seven one or whatever. You know, yesterday I was waiting for that because mm-hmm. if they hadn't taken the gas off the, off the off the if they hadn't taken the foot off the pedal in the second half, it could have been a seven one. I mean, you know, I couldn't believe their luck. But Nuno has been spared. Chelsea, Lloris spared Chelsea that uh, him against Chelsea, but it's coming. And you know what? Is it going to be come against West Ham, maybe? At the, exactly. At the I mean, can, can you see us playing against this West Ham team? We'll get thrashed, I think. They're playing really well. I saw them play against Leeds. They had so many chances. And defensively, they're very strong. I'm, I'm quite a good team, West Ham. It pains me to say it, but they look like a proper team. They're uh-huh. actually playing as a team. And the, the thing is, is that, you know, we were the best team in London up until a season or so ago. Now we're probably the worst team in London. I don't even I think, we'll think that Brent, Brentford are going to give us a good game. Probably oh, going to be well. We'll be we'll be sorted by Brentford. I mean, I saw them play against Liverpool. You know, I mean, what a cracking game that, that was, was! A great game, yeah. So, and, what rumours are you hearing about what's happening? Anything? You, you're pretty close to the, you know, all the the, the Tottenham hierarchy. Media. Yeah, no, well, not the Tottenham hierarchy, <laughs> but the social media. You read articles. You watch a lot of yeah, things. What's the, yeah. the the word coming out from there? Then I think the word very quick, clearly is that you know. Um, uh, the feeling is is that this, the guy's lost interest. Uh, his style of play and the players that he's got, nobody signed up for it. Nobody signed into it, and that was hasn't been more obvious against these important. I mean, you know, the games against Chelsea, the games against um, Arsenal, one at home, one away. Right? Our what our seasons were always yeah. about. This is where we always raised our game somehow. I'll never forget that time when Jenna scored the goal against Arsenal when we were losing in the last minute yeah. because we, they were they were champions. They were twenty times better than us, but the Tottenham guys never gave up. Or whether yeah. it was, you know, yeah, um, uh, uh, we, we were taking last minute free kicks. We can't score from a corner. We cannot score from a free kick. We have no set uh, um, dead ball specialist in anything. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, so where are the goals coming from? And I don't believe this guy knows how to deliver. I don't think he's got anything to offer us any more than what he has. He has. Um, he was supposed to bring something to the team, which I don't know what he is, and that is my biggest issue. See, I would support Luno. He's only been there six games, but after seeing what we've seen, I just can't see anything coming out of it. Two more games and he's out if we lose. Right. And then you think Ryan Mason's going to come back, yeah? Well, I mean, you know... You, what we can say is they're going to have to do something because this is we're, we're, right now we're relegation fodder, aren't we? Well, I was about to say we. I was listening onto the radio and t- t- some guy was saying the two worst teams in the Premier League are Tottenham and Norwich. Yes, without a doubt. So and, when we play them, it could be a reg- relegation six. But could we actually really get relegated? Do you think? Because I think well, no team deserves has any a god given right to stay up, do they? Sure. No, I agree. Yeah, with that. I mean, you know, results are the results speak for themselves. So we can live in uh, cloud cuckoo land and pretend we're too good for it. Uh, I mean, Arsenal. <laughs> I mean, month ago so we were top of the to, table. We're so easy to play against, aren't we? We're so yeah. easy to play against. I mean, yesterday was. I mean, any Arsenal fan will say to you they have serious problems in their team. All they needed was a game against Tottenham to give them... We made them look like Barcelona, didn't we? We made them look like Barcelona. We made them look like Barcelona. We had a hurricane who didn't give a crap. 
where the neuro was more interested in grooming his beard than actually uh, um, game management. And we had Son, who just signed a five-year contract, wishing he could go back in time and tear it up again and get out of this uh, hellhole. Yeah. It's awful. All right, Cam. Right, well, listen, thanks very much for that. It's been great talking to you again and get your views and everything like that. Let's uh, keep on the situation. If there's any changes or anything happens, and we'll, we'll definitely have another podcast and we'll discuss it. But uh, your final thoughts then? Just give us some final thoughts before we close the podcast. Final thoughts is um, we need root and branch change. Uh, I mean, if we can get a billionaire to come in. but uh, well, sorry, Actually, one thing I was going to mention to you, and I've seen you probably seen the same paper reports, that – in the Telegraph, they were saying that Daniel Levy is quoting $3.5 to people to which they want to buy Tottenham. Now, how ridiculous is that? That's ridiculous. Right now, you're probably talking about $3.5 million. Yeah. Uh, because um, the state of the of affairs they, uh, is awful. I mean, you, you've got a 60,000-plus seater stadium. They will not be selling the tickets because nobody wants to come and see that. So, you know, this is becoming a, a very quickly, it's turning into a white elephant. Um, and unless they, there's some serious changes from top to bottom, we, we probably will be in, uh, enjoying our time in the championship next year. But going back to Nuno, I mean, six games is not fair. Is it? Surely managers should get longer than that at yeah. least. It's, to, it's to, not to the six games, nine games. Not, but that's not the point. The point, like we said, Right, is the the level of just disjointedness in that yeah. team, and the fact yeah, that there is no plan. Yeah. No, no. If he had a plan, and we were just unlucky, or the teams were really good, then fine, it's going to come good eventually. But there's no plan. Trying, I agree with you. And there was something going on. You could see, you know, give him more time. He's going to get this right. There's nothing. There's mm-hmm. nothing. Three goals conceded. What, what are we now at? Minus um, for the first time in in I don't know since how long we've oh, conceded three goals in three three, three matches. Again. 18 years. Yeah. Another another record for Nuno, one for his record books. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Cam, thank you very much. This is Ray from Spurs 9501. This is Cam in Florida as well. We just had a quick chat about Tottenham. Uh, I think you had a name for Tottering Flop Spurs or something. I don't know what you called it. Tottering Flop Spurs. Tottering Flop Spurs. And now it's Nuno, no plan Nuno. He's been renamed, so... Cam has got all these acronyms and abbreviations in full swing now. <laughs> Think up some more for the next podcast. But uh, thank you, Cam. Pleasure speaking to you again, and we'll see you thank on the next podcast. Thank you very thank much. You. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening. 